Hey, Freedomists. I am excited to talk to you today about trying out a new morning routine. So I don't know about you, but every day I get bombarded with stories on Medium about the power of a morning routine. So I decided to write my own article on Medium, which if you've never heard of it before, is just a great outlet, I guess, for quality writers to talk about all sorts of topics on a really minimalist page. So it's like, having an awesome blog that's not on your own blog and being able to read high quality content. A lot of authors will actually write there just because of that and because they can get found. So I'm trying my luck on there and attempting to write more regularly, which is actually part of my morning routine. So if you want to be super productive, feel like a rock star and do most of that before midday, then stay listening. You can't deny the research that says if you get up early and meditate, then roll into focused work such as writing, painting, or a creative activity with no distractions, you're far more likely to be a gazillion times more productive and successful. Clearly, that's an accurate stat that I've stated there, so you should take me very seriously. (laughs) The thing is, it is true. And the other thing is that's true is establishing the damn routine in the first place is the hardest part which is why so many people keep writing articles on why a morning routine, heck, any routine that cuts out distractions and lets you set and act on your intentions for the day is so powerful. I should know. Back in 2004, when I was training to compete in my first ever body sculpting slash figure competition, you know, one of those ones where you uh, lean up a ton, I was down to 10% body fat and I was super muscular and I stood on stage oiled up with my brown sort of bronzer on me and I struck some poses. And uh, for that, in order to get that, it was a nine month journey of having a really solid daily routine. But if I didn't get the morning right, the rest of it would fall over without fail. And luckily, I was pretty committed to this. I'm not entirely sure why, but hey, this involved an alarm for about 4.45 a.m. that saw me spring out of bed because I knew that if I didn't spring, I would just chill out and then I'd roll over and I'd snuggle up and it would throw off my whole day. So I sprang and then I'd drive to the gym, occasionally run since it was quite close, but hey, Don't knock it. I was going there every single morning. So driving just was the easiest way to get myself there. And sometimes I'd be on the rowing machine or the cycle machine without even knowing how I turned up. It was almost like on autopilot for my warm up. And then I'd throw myself into around an hour of weights from my detailed alternating workout schedule to hit all the major muscle groups of my body. And once I'd done that, I'd drive home, shower, eat a healthy breakfast, jump in my car again, put in the latest audio book in the CD player or listen to a bit of Tony Robbins and uh, headed off to beat the morning traffic because this was back in the day when I had a corporate job. To be fair, it was a pretty awesome corporate job as a national brand manager for a major hair care company and it was marketing 24-7, so it was pretty awesome. But this basically went on for five days a week exactly like that with two more workouts on the weekend. I just didn't get up quite as early. And that discipline gave me freedom. I achieved more than I ever thought possible, both personally and professionally that year, including winning my competition. So excited. I had abs. It was pretty awesome. So right now I'm in the process and I am starting a new morning routine without a big goal. And that is a really fascinating thing to me because typically I'm sort of driven by goals and milestones and things that have meaning. Yet I want to really see if it's possible to put 
a routine in place that doesn't have a significant outcome at the end of it. And the outcome is actually the journey. And if I look back, when I was going through that process of training for that competition, every gym workout I missed meant I was one step further away from not being in my peak physical shape come the time of competition. There was a very big reason to wake up each morning. It was my why. So I guess my question to you is how do you start a new routine and stick to it when you don't necessarily want to tie it to a big-ass goal? Easy. That's what I think, at least. You start with one day at a time. So a couple of mornings ago, the start of this week, my partner and I set off on our new routine that we'd mapped out in our project life planning session that we do each Sunday. And that's partly because he is finally on a sabbatical, so he's going to be at home with me and the pups. And so we wanted to get off to a great start with a healthy routine. We've established that rhythm of a weekly check-in every Sunday where we talk about how our week went, whether we had our three goals we wanted to achieve in the areas of health, wealth, business, impact, relationships, community, and personal growth. And the one thing we both knew deep down is that we hadn't yet established a consistent morning routine that worked for us. And so with him on sabbatical, we thought, how can we go about having a brilliant start to the day every day, or at least show up to do that 80% of the time? So we proposed to get up at around 6 to 6.15 a.m. and get into a two-hour session including meditation, some stretching or movement like yoga, and then uninterrupted writing or editing time because if you're not writing, you should be editing what you wrote. And the reality turned out a little more like this on Monday. 5.55 a.m., our 12-week-old puppy needed to go for a pee. And then my phone, which I always put in flight mode, buzzed to tell me our morning routine was starting at 6 to 8 a.m. Useful though that was, I didn't like my phone buzzing at all and our alarm wasn't synced. Nevertheless, we were embarking on our first day of the new morning routine and we were awake. And this, in my mind, was a really good start. It was also a really frosty morning and so even though this meant we knew there was a gorgeous day ahead, it was pretty cold and we didn't really want to get out of bed. So 6.15am we went to turn on our heat pump which I'm extraordinarily grateful that exists in our bedroom and after much fumbling around with the remote we couldn't figure out how to freaking work it. It's always worked and this morning it didn't and it was like beep 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 and I was like okay that's ridiculous there's too much beeping for this time in the morning. We still haven't started. Let's just put on warm clothes. So about 6.25am I documented this, by the way, as you can tell. I put on my socks, my hoodie, and my yoga gear. I sat at the end of our bed on the rug, and I started on a 15-minute meditation. Uh, Josh did the same, but he sat in bed, which was probably smarter because I got cold. Now, I know all about the benefits of meditation. As you may remember, there was a great episode called Mind Your Mindfulness that I did last year. So check that out if you're listening to this. Check it out on iTunes or Stitcher. Just search for Mind Your Mindfulness. And I talked all about the benefits there of meditation. Yet that still doesn't make it any easier to do. And this time I'm prepared for the journey and to treat it as just that, a journey. So I sat there and I breathed in gratitude for four seconds and I breathed out love. I find it easier to say words when I'm breathing, even though it's in my head, not out loud. So I breathed in gratitude and I breathed out love and I rubbed my puppy's gorgeous tummy. And then I started writing the post that I wanted to put on Medium in my head, which is partly what I'm reading out to you here in this podcast. And then I came back to my breath and then I opened my eyes to admire our two gorgeous puppies curled up sleeping. And then I came back to my breath, and then I started on a body scan while still breathing, obviously. Uh, I got to my neck, and then I got distracted with the thought. 
came back to my breath, continued the body scan, somehow got to my knees. The timer went off, 15 minutes is up, I'll take it. I was actually pretty proud of that effort because I, I caught myself drifting, which I'm going to do every single time I meditate and I'm okay with that. But the more I can catch it, the better. So at 6.40am I rolled out my yoga mat and I started with some cat cow which felt lovely and little angel, my puppy was sitting right beneath me trying to chew my hair, it was pretty adorable and luckily she moved as I rose up to standing and did a big awesome stretch and then a round of 10 sun salutations so that was fantastic, I had some yoga music on and then I went off to the study to join Josh who was already in there with the little heater on and we both got into writing. I did grab a cup of hot water and lemon before going in there and about five past seven I had my laptop on, it was connected to the monitor which I completely forgot to use even though it was connected and I started writing and I literally just opened up Medium and started a new post because the way in which you write in there it's very easy it's just beautiful and clean and minimalist and white so there I was at my standing desk and uh, the keyboard batteries had died so I couldn't use my external keyboard I failed to use my monitor but I still started just typing away on my laptop and meanwhile the sun was coming up outside and the, the frost was dying off the ground and this beautiful sunny morning was happening and I was sipping my hot lemon water and I was in flow and I did two back-to-back -back pomodoros of 25 minutes and it was by no means perfect, but I finished the article bang on 8am and I was pretty proud of it. I think it was a great start. I'm well and truly committed to the challenges that lie ahead. And I'm going to be sharing with you how this morning routine continues, what improvements or tweaks I make to it. And quite honestly, in a month's time, I really want to report back with what it's meant to me. And I will already say by day, so we're on day two now, and this morning went probably even better and rather than write an article I worked on a launch strategy for the upcoming Freedom Lab of where I'm going to start an e-commerce site from scratch and show you behind the scenes of how you can do it too. It's pretty awesome we've had like 250 people register their interest for this so if you want to as well head to nataliesisson.com forward slash poochable for the most simplest register your interest page ever and I will be sharing more details in a week or so. So I'd really love to hear from you in the comments, what is the morning routine that is working for you? And if you don't have one, what is the simplest morning routine that you can put into place that would make you feel like you're awesome because you are? And I would just love for you to share that. You can come across to nataliesisson.com forward slash 38 if you want to read more of this article. I'll also link to the Medium article uh, where I talk more about this routine. And I've got a vlog coming out, if you're listening to this right now, I've got a vlog coming out in a couple of days on why your morning routine sucks and how you can fix it. So as you can see, I'm well and truly knee deep into content and creating and I will say it's having a massive positive effect for me, even though it feels like quite a lot going on. It's really just got me back into the zone of learning and applying and teaching and motivating and sharing and that is a beautiful place to be. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode of Quest for Freedom. You can find all the episodes across nataliesisson.com forward slash live. We recently switched over from a previous host to one called Pippa. And I personally love the dashboard. I love the analytics. And I like the player, the player that's embedded in my blog post because it's much easier on the eye. 
It's much more navigatable, and it's just really easy. It's got this big fat play button on it, and you can play with all the little dials, and it's just way better than the one that we used to have. So come across and check it out. And finally, I had some awesome new photos done about two weeks ago. Fancied myself up, and we took them on our property with the puppies, and I've seen a sneak preview of a few, and they looked amazing, and I shared them on Instagram. So I will pop that in the post as well. However, I just got given the USB stick today with all of them. So I'm about to run off and have a look at those. And you will see those start trickling through on Instagram and Facebook and on the website over the coming weeks. And man, can I say it is so refreshing to finally have some photos that make me feel like the freedomist that I am and in the lifestyle that I now live. So if you have been holding off on having photos done for a while, trust me, it's probably one of the best things for a refresh and a reset and to really truly tell the story of you as you are right now in the space that you're in on the journey that you are on. It's really powerful. Those are all my tips. Once again, you've been listening to Natalie Sisson on the quest for freedom, and I am super excited for everything that's coming up, and I hope to see you on the next episode. Here's to your freedom. <music>